0: So Parler, a competitor to Twitter, the Apple Store and Google decide that they're not doing enough to do away with violent speech. So they take them off the stores. You can't get the app. And then Amazon, there they say, well, you're not doing enough to police your site. We won't be your servers anymore. Basically, you have a series of tech companies deciding what acceptable speech is and is not and removing a competitor. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. William Jacobson joins us right now. He is the mind behind the legalinsurrection.com as well as Cornell law professor. And just as we now have uh, the word uh, that uh, Democrats are indeed uh, charging President Trump in an impeachment resolution, we will get to that. But first, let's talk about the the possibility of any level of legal action. Is there legal action for people or companies to take against these large monopolistic groups if you will for saying hey not only do we disagree with you but we're going to be super selective in who we allow in and you are out
1: well there's probably not you'd have to look at the terms of service that would were agreed to when they went to amazon i think it's called amazon web services and uh what that says it probably gives amazon the right to kick anybody out anytime they want for any reason i'm guessing I don't know their terms. I think what's particularly outrageous here, it was done on about 36 hours' notice. That's completely outrageous to tell a major platform. I mean, if it was a website, you know, you could transfer it relatively quickly if you find another host. But to transfer a database and a, and a platform that's got millions and millions of users and give them 36 hours over a weekend. Okay, you notify them on Saturday that Sunday night they're gone shows maliciousness. Now, it may not be a legal cause of action here, but it shows just how malicious Amazon was here, that they could have said you've got five days, you've got three days, two business days. But instead, they basically give you the weekend and you're gone. And what was the pretext for it? The pretext for it was that there are violent messages or threats posted on Parlor. Well, you know what? That happens everywhere. Uh, I wrote about it last night. There have been studies. Um, Facebook admits Facebook is the number one hub for actual terrorist, terrorist groups organizing on the internet. They remove millions of terrorist items a year and they can't keep up with it. So, and many people, including Media Matters, which is very hostile to Trump, the president of Media Matters said – came out and said, well, of course, we're fine with what's happening to Parler, but why isn't it happening to Facebook? Facebook is where this was all organized. Media Matters, anti-Trump, anti-Republican, anti-Conservative, comes out and says this was primarily organized on Facebook. But they're taking down Parler. Why isn't Facebook being the platform? Well, we know the reason. Facebook is a liberal left-leaning organization, and it's big, okay? Nobody can really take down Facebook. But Parler was vulnerable. It's, a, it's viewed as aligned with Trump. It's viewed as having Trump supporters. And what happened on Capitol Hill, while, you know, rightly criticized and rightly, um, you know, uh, Found not to be what should happen in this country they 're using that as the excuse to take down anyone and everything affiliated with Trump or with the conservative movement, so this is complete bad faith by Amazon, malicious, but it might be lawful. They may have yes, been within and, their control and that 's the right problem do
0: it not not actionable, talking to William Jacobson of legal insurrection um, the the whole conversation while we still have a few minutes is this idea of. What What is the, the very conversation of free speech that we're having here? It's a private company, they can do what they want. The argument is not they can do it. The argument is why do we have a society so absolutely overjoyed uh, about it? What is, you teach the law. You have students who come uh, to you with, with a very different uh, political philosophy uh, th- than you, how do you engage with them on this very subject?
1: Well, I don't I don't talk politics with students. I don't think that would be right, because I'm in a position where I have power over their grading. Unlike a lot of liberal professors who do push their politics in the classroom, I don't do it. So I don't talk about politics in the classroom. But nonetheless, a lot of students do come to me to talk about it on their own, uh, mostly conservative students who are scared to death to say anything publicly for fear that they're going to be called names, that their reputation is going to be trashed on the Internet, and it'll make it hard for them to find jobs. So it's a very, very tough situation. We have come to a point where there is complete leftist intolerance of opposing viewpoints. It's been building. It didn't even start with Trump. Anybody who's been on a campus for the last 15 or 20 years has seen conservatives shouted down, conservatives attacked. Administrations do nothing about it. Um, The professors often are leading it. Uh, And so it's moved from campus to culture. And I've argued this for a long time. The problem is that all those social justice warriors on campus who used to scream at people because because you said something they didn't like that made them feel unsafe, where are they now? Well, they're working at Amazon Web Services and they're working (laughs) at Google and they're working at Facebook. And I'm serious. The way this started at Amazon, it's been reported, but it hasn't gotten a lot of publicity was an internal petition from employees demanding that. Amazon Web Services kick Parler off. There's the even
0: a tweet That's for really Amazon excited. employees for, for climate justice that were in favor of kicking uh, Parler off. Before I let you go, William Jacobson, legal insurrection, Cornell Law professor. Really quick, um, the uh, Democrats introducing a resolution on impeachment saying the president incited insurrection. You run legalinsurrection.com. I only have about 40 seconds here. Insurrection? is Does it fit the definition?
1: Well, um, you know, insurrection is actually uh, illegal. That's why we call ourselves legal insurrection, not insurrection. And um, I I don't think it really does. That's a buzzword being used and now has been picked up everywhere by the media and the Democrats. Um, This was basically a riot. It was a riot that targeted government offices. But you know what? We've had dozens and dozens of those all summer. Nobody called it an insurrection. When they laid siege to the courthouse, the federal courthouse, I think it was in Portland, uh, nobody called that an insurrection. So this is not really, was not an attempt to overthrow the government. It was a violent act. It should be punished by the people who did it, but I don't think it's an insurrection.
0: William Jacobson, LegalInsurrection.com. Don't forget to get their newsletter. Sign up. It's free. Make that happen. LegalInsurrection.com. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor. Always a pleasure. More to get to. Stay where you are. I'm Tony Katz.